Welcome to Life Decoded. Hi, I'm Nancy Mendez. I believe every life is a story to the world, so make sure it's inspiring. Through my podcast, I'd like to bring to life inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. So let's embark on this journey to get informed and inspired. Hello, Carol. Welcome Hi. to Life Decoded. Thank and you. It's a pleasure to have you today on my podcast. Before we head out, uh, I would like to hear the story and your introduction from your own mouth. So, oh can, <laughs> so can, I, can you give me some highlights of your academic and work life? Absolutely. Um, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here and to talk a little bit about myself. One thing I absolutely hate doing. So I'll be honest, I'm terrible at interviews. I can blab on, but I'm going to try not to do it here. Um, so my name is Carol. I um, am by profession a child and youth worker. That is what my uh, that is what my diploma is. That is kind of that is my title. Um, I don't necessarily work specifically in that field, but I do work in the child care field. I am currently a home child care services manager for a child care agency in Hamilton. Um, what that pretty much means is I oversee specifically home child care. So child care that um, happens in homes through licensed providers in the licensed um, system because there are licensed and unlicensed providers. Um, I have extensive experience in uh, center-based care as well. So working with school-age children, um, children all the way from infants, toddlers, preschoolers, more with school age, but I have a little bit of experience working with younger ages as well. In terms of my academic, um, I've always wanted to become a teacher, actually. I knew I always wanted to work with children. I just didn't know at what capacity. Um, I always wanted to become a teacher, hence went to York University right after high school, realized early on by second year that this is not what I wanted to do. Um, so decided to take a break, uh, took a year off of school, worked multiple jobs, um, a little bit about my work highlights. Um, work from well, at the age of 16 at Walmart in uh, as a receptionist doing administrative work um, for a physiotherapy agency. I have six years of experience working with um, Nando's, a restaurant where I was the front manager and server. Um, I also have experience working in client service represent as a client service representative with uh, the Ministry of Environment. I've worked with seniors in uh, day like day programs for them. Um, and about five years now I've been with uh, childcare. So I feel like I've had my feet in a little bit with every industry that's out there, whether it's customer service, whether it's childcare, whether it's working with adults. Um, and then of course, during college, I had to do placement. So therapeutic counseling uh, for youth, a, a little bit of everything. So my academic and uh, work, work, work. Is a bit of a, it's, it's a job. You have worked in a different industry. So exactly. you pretty much exactly. are groomed in every industry. In this, I know you, you said you started at the age of 16. So I'm, I, I am not guessing your age, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's a long period of time that you have been working. You're still young. And uh, so, but I noticed that you have worked Hope in different industries. So. so why did you choose a career? in that you were uh, in different fields and you have 
worked extensively but you worked at the age of from the age of 16 uh, so you're pretty much you have gained a lot of experience you're not old you're a young girl as i see and <laughs> what made you choose uh, now that you've seen the different industries but what made you go specifically uh, into child care uh, child care is definitely my pa- passion um i've always believed that i did want to do something with with children something to enhance their lives something to um help raise them i truly believe that children are the future of tomorrow i think of myself as an educator even just as a human being not just from an academic side but also from a from a personality side to build children's personality and help them through the trials and tribulations i know a lot of people say you know well what kind of challenges does an 8 year old have you'd be surprised what kind of challenges an 8 year old has and as a mother able, i know it <laughs> yes exactly exactly yeah. yeah mothers understand that a lot of people that who are not parents but also at the same time who don't have that connection with children mm-hmm. um don't have their own children or don't have nephews and nieces or family friends just don't yeah. have that connection with children it's hard for them to understand but definitely it's my passion has always been and my my thought process and my mentality towards that has always been children of the future of tomorrow so just a small little part if i can play in grooming and helping that future of tomorrow i feel blessed so in this field has a child care what is the most gratifying moment that you have had um there are many a couple of them that stand out is when parents um so let's say it's the end of the school year i just ran a before and after school program um for parents a little bit of what a before and after school program is if school starts at 8 o'clock 8:30 in the morning and parents need to be at work by 8 o'clock in the morning they drop their children off to a before care program that starts at 7 a.m. after school program same thing school gets out at 3 parents don't get out of work till 5 because a regular work day is 9 to 5 mm-hmm. which is school timings um they come around 5:30 6 o'clock to pick up their child so one of the most gratifying things is that during that end of the school year in June when you get those emails from parents saying you know thank you for being that second home for my little Johnny or for my little Sally and mm-hmm. uh thank you for taking care of them just like they would be your own children and teaching them the life skills that they need and just keeping them safe that's one of the most gratifying like i said there's many and another one is when children come up to you when you've taken care of them at the age of 4 and 5 and now they're about 10 11 walking home they don't need daycare anymore um and they come to me and say hey miss carol remember when i was 5 and my answer to everything would be just to slap the child in front of me guess what now i tell i take in what you've told me about take a deep breath johnny let it go it's not worth it when that light bulb moment happens for children and they realize it you can see it in their face and 2 3 years later on in their life or sometimes even 5 years later on in their life when they say miss carol we still remember you and thank you for teaching us those skills so we don't get into unwanted trouble now in my life uh that is definitely hands down the most gratifying moment i hear you because i i have some teachers which i can't forget even today <laughs> because of what values and what knowledge they have been imparted to me so uh moving forward this is your career but i uh, heard and that you have also taken a bold step of becoming an entrepreneur uh, setting up your own donatello's 
Lisa, what got you into this field? Um, I got married into it, to be completely honest with you. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just got married into it. That's it. Um, my it, this so Donatello's Pizzeria. So it came um, like a it came like a trousseau to you. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I did not ask for it, but I am more than happy to be a part of it and absolutely take it on as one of my accomplishments individually and an accomplishment as a um, as a family with my in-laws and with my husband, what we built. Uh, so a little bit about Donatello's Pizzeria. This was in place years ago. So, um, and this is actually before I even met my husband. So they, uh, my husband and his business partner, who's also his uncle, uh, decided that they'd like to kind of do something. They both work nine to five jobs. Till this day, they both work nine to five jobs. Um, and this was kind of a motivation factor to get out of that regular status quo working nine to five um it's not anything easier than working a regular job if anything it's much more harder this is your baby whereas when you work for a company or an agency it's 200 people plus his baby not just yours yeah um so this is definitely a venture my husband and his uncle started um just to get out of that to get that motivation and that ambition back into their life to kind of see what else is out there i think more than just the money aspect and an extra cash flow. Um, it was just about learning how to manage a business, learning a completely new industry, uh, learning a completely new skill and the experience and knowledge you get from running a business. So they didn't have any um, business expertise, but they grew ground up, which is a good thing, yeah. you know, nice to hear that, you know, our the community and the youngsters are getting into the startups. Uh, so uh, you entered your, or uh, you married into a family which went into the food industry as opposed to something else, and more specifically uh, pizzas. So why did they choose the food industry as opposed to any other startup? Um, in terms of food industry, uh, my, actually, my, this is something my husband always says. Um, he says the food industry, as long as your quality is high, the risk factor is low. Um, one thing he definitely kind of goes by and it's I think it has proven in this pandemic pandemic or no pandemic pandemic people need to eat humans need to eat people are looking for the food industry in itself is already so competitive uh, but at the same time there are a lot of mouths to feed um, people can't always eat the same thing every single day you can cook at home for two weeks three weeks stay straight and then say you know what I want to get out <laughs> yeah <laughs> or I want to go get, get a takeout yeah. food that I yeah. know how to make but I still want it from the Indian restaurant down That's the street yeah, so um, it's that that's pretty much the whole reason for going behind the food industry. Why pizzas and uh, Italian food per se, for, like specifically, because of the experience his business partner, which is also his uncle, brings into it. He has worked um, as a chef and also in different aspects of restaurants um, with working there um, for many years, especially Italian restaurants. So learning that style of cooking, that flavor, um, how to perfect the how to get that pizza and you know it's kind of like the uh, trainer trains the trainee kind of process so his uncle knew kind of how to do the recipes and run all of that and then my husband brings in the whole business management piece into it and together they collaborate and we have Donatello's Pizzeria and then I come in with my six years of experience in customer service so it kind of just 
all fit right in. So like it's a, like a, a it's a puzzle which fits exactly, right in. Yeah. exactly, yeah. So it's not a franchisee; it's basically a self-made, uh, you know, a brand that you have created. And uh, do you have any horizon for it to take it, move it forward to a big franchisee business? Yeah, that is the plan. Um, it is the long-term plan. There's a lot of things involved. We'll be honest; we haven't completely looked into all of the aspects that come into it. Uh, but definitely, it is in the horizon, and franchising this out would definitely be. Uh, would be it's part of the bigger picture good luck to you thank you so you opened the shop when there was so much of volatility due to the pandemic and so many restaurants being in lockdown mode so how did you cope with all these challenges like you know you had to shut especially ontario we had seen a lot of you know closures and you know openings and shutdowns you know like so there was so much of volatility in the restaurant industry so how did you manage to cope up with that and you opened a shop during this time so yeah. can you tell so, us more about it yeah um so like i mentioned before this was in the making many years ago i don't know the exact year but i am going to take a wild guess i think about 2018 that's when the construction had started because they were completely brand new in this whole world of opening a business in ontario or in brampton citywide province-wide um they ran into a lot of challenges just in the initials before even uh before the pandemic even hit um whether it be permits, whether it be finding the right contractors, uh, whether it be getting the right drawings from the architect, a lot of pieces that didn't fall into place. But uh, once they were doing that process, they just ended up completing everything and having all the inspections and everything done as of June 2020. Pandemic had already hit March of 2020, so we were already a few months in. Um, and especially for my husband and his uncle, because like I said, I only got into it in May of 2020 when I got married. But for them, they had gone through so much already, um, whether it was mentally, physically, financially, to get this place up and running, that once they got those permits, they're like, we're opening. Yeah, Pandemic running. or no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> no looking back. <laughs> back like they've been trying for all these years they finally you know hit it right at where they needed to be they got what they needed everything all the approvals and stuff and it was like you know what there's no going back pandemic no pandemic we are trying this we are going to start this we're going to open this yes there have been challenges there were days where we'd have zero sales and it was very disheartening it is it's sad and it's just like we put so much work and then we're you know why aren't we why aren't we growing but it uh, it took a while it took a while and even till now I, always, I tell my husband that we still haven't been able to see the full potential of this pizza store because we are still in a pandemic Mm -hmm. what this can actually get to, what level it can get to, uh, what level we can bring it to. The only truth will, the, the truth will unveil only once this pandemic ends and once life gets back to somewhat of a normal, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're still in those stages. The pandemic is still looming over us. Um, we're not completely out of the woods yet, um, like everyone else on the news tells us. But still, it's, um, it's, 
we're still in that, but um, it's been challenging. Again, it's hard to tell if it's challenging because of the pandemic or if it's challenging just because, because, of, the new, new because it's a new business. Exactly. But we'll only be able to kind of iron those speculations out, um, I think, after the pandemic, at least maybe six months after the pandemic, when we're really, you know, keeping we're really running the business when we're completely out of the woods. I think for every business to evolve, it takes some time and it takes that, right, the brand to get out there. So I, I'm confident that it will see its rise and uh, I'm happy for you that you, you are supporting your husband in that venture. So you, you said like there was no turning back. So there was no rethinking whether you took the right step or not. So now that you have seen the worst and coped with it, what advice would you give to someone who's thinking of venturing into a startup? Um, do your research. Definitely don't rush into things. Do your research and uh, stay confident and keep calm. I would definitely say consistency is key. If you are delivering quality product, um, you will know people in this day and age, especially with social media, if you're doing a good job, if you're doing a bad job, or if someone just wants to lie about you doing a bad or a good job, it is easily available on your fingertips. Uh, one of the, one thing that we definitely uh, see is our Google reviews, um, our Instagram reviews, people who messages on Instagram, um, especially even on Google. It's actually mostly Google. They, the positive feedback that we get from them lets us know that, you know what, we're doing something right because we don't know these people. They're not, um, we're not paying them. Neither are they are family friends or just, or like, you know, a friend or family member. It's, there are people you completely don't know. And for them to take the time out to give you those five stars or to give you those four and a half stars or even to give you those three stars, whatever it is that they feel, um, is that shows us and that's motivating to us saying that, you know what, you are doing a good job. And a lot of people that have come by the pizza store uh, were not our regular customers. They're, the first thing they say is we saw your reviews on Google and we just have to come and try it out. Right. So um, definitely stay consistent. Make sure you're delivering good product only because you are making a little bit of money or you see a sore in your business, especially when you go from making zero dollars to even making a hundred dollars a day mm -hmm. that to you could seem like a serious sore in your business and then you want to do everything you're like maybe we should jack up the prices maybe we should go for a cheaper can of pineapple like there are so many thoughts that come to your head but to really stay focused and say no our goal is to deliver quality and in order to deliver that quality there's a few there are standards you have to meet Right? You have to put in that money and that effort and that time into good products that will then deliver that amazing slice of pizza or amazing pound of chicken wings, whatever it is. So definitely and, and be focused and have goals have goals and say, you know, by this month, this is what I want to achieve. In September, this is what I want to do and meet those timelines and um, laziness is not going to help it. At the end of the day, um, peace of mind is everything. So if you are come at that spot in your life where you've started this business and you have no peace of mind and you're just not able to cope, then do what's best for you. Because without your mental health and without your peace of mind, uh, you're not going to be able to succeed at anything. And you will you will just ruin things for yourself and the people around you when that's not clear. I'm and we absolutely through that, especially at the beginning of this, when it took up so much time, like I said, 
everyone involved has their regular nine to five job and then literally straight to the pizza store. No one's coming home before midnight every single day. So it takes a toll on your mind, takes a toll on your body. And uh, without really self-reflecting on that, it gets, um, it, it, gets it can turn, <laughs> yeah, it can get to you, definitely. Yeah. No, as you said, like the reviews are important. Sometimes you, it's not that you can please everybody because in the food industry, you cannot please anybody and everybody. Uh, but if you, if like the way you said, if you get three reviews, you think as constructive and you do something better. And if you have five reviews, it motivates you to do much better. So yeah. I appreciate, you know, the way you look at things and how you're energized and how you're trying to motivate and get this up and going uh, which is a plus for you and your family as well as your husband's family so now coming back to your personal life just a shift so you you've been working a nine-to-five job and you are going to you're an entrepreneur and you're juggling between so many things so do you have a me time and what does your me time look like um the truth <laughs> non-existent no i'm just kidding <laughs> it is no it is there i try uh, to do me time, if it is, most of it is to unwind um, with Netflix or any kind of streaming device. I know it's not the best me time. It should be something like journaling or drinking a hot tea, but it's not. I drink lots of tea, actually. I work from home for my nine to five jobs. So um, I am in this space the whole entire time, but definitely some me time looks like um, streaming shows. I think it gets you out of your world and puts you in a different world. So I feel like that really kind of eases things out. Um, of course, streaming some music, walks, uh, walks with my dog, um, who is not here right now, but whenever we go to visit him, he hangs, he stays with my in-laws most of the time and he shuffles between my condo and um, my in-laws. But spending time with him is definitely just, it's unwind. just very peaceful and very nice to unwind. And uh, spending time with family as well. I feel like just, I get pampered at my mom's house now. So it is awesome. I go there and I don't have to clean anything and I just have to sit and relax, which was not the case a year and a half. That's a good thing. Not, yeah, not That's a good that thing of getting mom, married. Right? I guess I'm not saying that my mom like made me do hard labor. No, not at all. She actually didn't even let me go to the kitchen. She was, she's fantastic. But there's uh, there's some kind of there's a different ease I guess when you go into there and it's just so just go at least once or twice a week just to spend some time with my mom and you know listen about her day talk about my day and I feel the dynamic changes after you get married which is very very interesting because my mom and I never really sat down and spoke a single day the now you spend more quality time right yeah, <laughs> yeah. so. Coming back to the end of our you know, session, uh, I would like to ask you, what is something that you would want me to ask, which I didn't ask in today's uh, talk? Um, I think you definitely covered everything. Um, I would definitely say that there were moments, I don't want to say it's all rainbows and sunshine and Skittles mm -hmm. and you're just the happiest person after every single day. No, it's a lot of work opening your business. I did not see um, the struggle or experience the struggle firsthand that my husband and his uncle went through uh, to just get it started up. I got in right when uh, we were starting operations, which is 
a whole struggle on its own. So definitely if you are if you're passionate if you're looking for something different if you're looking to learn a new skill um there's so much scope now i feel like anyone and everyone can be an entrepreneur um you need a good idea you need to be dedicated you need to have a lot of like it's it's a lot of work yes but there are moments where you turn around and you're like is this even worth it should we just close the door and just go home and call it a day and you know but no you stick to it you stick to it because you look at that bigger picture and you look at what you're trying to attain and aspire for the future right so as much as you should definitely think about your now think about the future and if it's not for you it's not for you at least you can say you tried and tested it if you failed you failed but if you don't try you'll never know absolutely you have to have that positive mindset and you have to have that drive okay if and and the horizon okay you give yourself some time unless and until you give yourself some time you cannot prove whether you prove to yourself or prove to anybody else of course you don't have to prove to anybody else but at least to yourself you should be happy that whatever you tried it it worked or it didn't work exactly and i know i know a lot of people hesitate to get into business with family or family members or have them involved in their business but one thing i definitely learned from this experience is it's not about if it's family or if it's friends it's about individuals mm-hmm. if all the individuals involved have clear communication have the same drive as you have the same goals as you in in your goals as you in terms of your business i'm not talking about your every life goal has to be the same mm-hmm. but in terms of the business you're running if you have the same goal and you're on the same page and you have great communication skills it really does not matter if that's a family member or if that's a friend or if that's a random person you've met off the street um it's it's something worth trying as long as you have a great um you have a great rapport with that person of course but then at the same time communication so don't hesitate if there is a family member because i know i hear it from a lot of people that say you know well going into business with family i rather do it i rather do it with a friend or i rather do it with someone who's more experienced you can learn and grow together or you mm. can absolutely fail together absolutely but at the same time as long as you're doing it with the right intent the intentions behind it are pure or true you're on the same page as your business partner you can manage a business of 1 2 3 10 partners but as long as everyone's on the same page and you have those strong communication skills thank you carol that was a very inspiring story from you and thank i you. appreciate you coming i know you're very, you're a very busy person so thank you for giving me this time to interview you and uh, i wish you all the best and i hope that someday i see you on top there with you know multiple franchises you know running oh, uh, and great. also good luck to your husband and to your family as well Have thank you evening. thank you thank you you as well thank you that was an amazing story to hear more such inspiring stories log on to my website lifedecoded.com that's l i f e d c o d e d.com and subscribe rate and review this podcast listen anytime and anywhere on spotify google podcast apple podcast castbox breaker overcast pocketcast and radio public until next time stay safe and inspired